What's up, everybody? I'm Sarah the Rebel. And I'm Miss Fitzmara. And this is Women Wrestling Friends, the podcast where we talk about wrestling with women. Whoa, crazy name. Anyway, today's gal pal, aka woman, aka friend that we we're going to talk to is Victoria. Victoria is a model and an aspiring wrestler. Did I say aspiring right? It feels aspiring. Aspiring. Yes, aspiring. Okay. Like inspiring and inspiring. That I met at Santino Rose Wrestling when we were both training together. Um, but we'll talk about that a little more. Today, our main topic is 2017 in review. 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 That was my echo. I hope you guys like it. Uh, you know, this might have been a year where everything was on fire for us, literally. Literally on literally. fire. Literally. Uh, literally. Like, burning. Literally. Uh, but in wrestling, was not quite a dumpster fire. There were some negatives, and but there were also some, some positives. Yes, definitely positives. Uh, so we're going to talk about it a little bit. I mean, we got Jericho and Kenny Omega feud. Who Raise your hand if you thought that was happening ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of crazy. Jericho doing... Yeah, yeah. Doing those run-ins and like busting his head open and beating up one of the announcers. I was like, what? What is what? happening, right? And I was walking away from a Raw, I think it was, it was Raw or SmackDown. It might have been SmackDown. It was Raw at Stable Center. And as I walk out there, across the street from the Stable Center, for anyone who's never been, there's um, kind of an open courtyard with a bunch of restaurants. And for Christmas, they have a big... Christmas tree and a skating rink, which is too expensive for me, but whatever. Uh, but they had giant jumbo screens all over, and it was Jericho on the screens talking about New Japan, and I was like, Ooh, you slick. Uh, so that's happening. The indie scene is at a really great place due to like social media and what people can do there. People like Joey Ryan are leading the charge there and the Young Bucks. Um, and hey, we had the May Young Classic this year. We did. Oh, yeah. A hugely forward. Mm -hmm. uh, this is. This is just parsecs apart from the bra and panty matches. Oh yeah. That we oh, used to yeah. And uh, Star Wars nerds, I'm using that knowing full well that it is both time. I, did and you guys give me like did you guys see I gave yeah. a little bit of a no. side eye? I, like, I, I did it on purpose. I just wanted to throw that in. Because you know we all it's time know it's time like, like yes, that didn't make no sense when Han Solo said that crazy mess out of his mouth. And they said it again in a new movie, no spoilers, but they said parsecs again, and I was like, mm, mm. I did that little yeah, face. Yeah. <laughs> um, on the other hand, Star Wars some negative Wars. things that happened. Uh, Jinder became champion. Okay, I don't think that's as bad as you do. Okay, we will discuss. We can discuss that later. There's, 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 there's a, there's a, a, a up and a down to that. That we will the only up is I do like his suits. Emma was released from her stanking contract. Yeah. Boosh. And uh, the person who retired Undertaker was Roman Reigns. <laughs> Everyone was so mad about that. Yeah, yeah super mad. Like, super is it like mad. retired, retired, or do you think it's like? I think it's gone. He gone. I think yeah. And he's he don't want to he he, he don't want to do them two stones anymore. He got <laughs> bad on the knees. Have you seen Kane doing those two stones now? Like even Kane's kind of like. Ugh. It's like, hard for me to watch some of the older wrestlers like Kane and Undertaker wrestle because mm -hmm. you can really, especially when you've had a little training like we have, mm -hmm. you can see that like stuff is hurting them or their opponents are really having to take a lot of. If if it's not executed correctly, someone's getting hurt. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And it's, it's particularly difficult when you have them in the ring with Braun, who is exceptionally Big like. Like live for such a large man, so mm -hmm. like you're like, oh, guess what? Look at this—the brand new big man who can like 
really like, like yeah, yeah. Really, really, which I think a lot of them could do also, but I don't think enough of them and, could do. Yeah, and at his yeah. age, you know, yeah. when when he was Braun's age, yeah, definitely more limber. But now you can you can definitely see his age. We'll we'll get deeper into that, mm -hmm. but first, but first, we want to talk a little bit to you, Victoria. Put you on the spot a bit. <laughs> um, so when did you become a wrestling fan? Probably around. 99 to 2000 when the first PlayStation came out. Mm -hmm. I actually got into wrestling because my first game on PlayStation was WWF SmackDown, the very oh, first one. And it did they? And from then, that's when I got into watching SmackDown every Thursday night when it used to be on Thursdays. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so funny because it's rare that you think of somebody getting into wrestling through other avenues, but it happens. Yeah, so exactly. getting into it from video games, or like a lot of women I know recently get into it from watching the reality shows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy to me, because you would think, oh, the fans are going to go watch the reality shows, but sometimes it's reality show fans yeah. mm -hmm. are now finding this other thing. Um, and it's happening with comedy, too. People are going to comedy shows. They're being entertained by people like Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler's brother, Ryan Nimi. That's not his name, but it's what I like to call him. <laughs> and, uh, and then they're getting into wrestling through that. So who's your favorite wrestler? I have a lot of different favorites, but my favorite is probably Undertaker, mm -hmm. Kane, The Rock, mm -hmm. Trish Stratus, Tajiri, um, Lita. You know, the Attitude Era was just my favorite time of wrestling. That's yeah. when I got into it. Right, definitely. Um, you were the first person to say Tajiri on the show. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you like all the spit? Is that what <laughs> you I like all the crazy stuff. He does all the flips, all the heck there. But he does, he can pretty much kip up from anything. It's true. <laughs> we're going to talk about kip ups more, remind Kip ups? Me. Uh, yeah. Because they're the devil. <laughs> so, <laughs> what made you want to become a wrestler? Like, when did you, you tell me about that journey. I've always wanted to be a wrestler, but I was always embarrassed to give it a shot or tell anyone. I was just afraid that people were just going to make fun of me for it. And it wasn't until like earlier this year I actually got nominated to compete in Muscle and Fitness Hers magazine. Mm -hmm. And I thought, like, all these people are nominating for me. They look at me as like a fitness person, so I thought, well, if they see me as a strong person, then why don't I just give wrestling a try? Right? Makes sense. How did you find out about Santino's? Santino's. I was just looking up wrestling schools in LA, and Santino was the first one that popped up. It is. They have really good SEO. They, you, <laughs> they have great SEO. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to Mongo Santino. He uh, he's the one working with the website. I was actually everything. stalking the the whole Instagram page for like a whole year before I joined. <laughs> <laughs> uh, similar thing happened to me, except we got the flyer in the card soon. Yeah. When I first looked it up, Santino's was the first thing to show up, but then. When we went to the first show, there the you know the card was on top of the car. It was it was like fate. It was it was very fateful. Fate's day night. Uh, what has been your biggest challenge so far, or what's been the hardest part about training? The hardest part is when you get an injury and coming back and doing the same move you got the injury from, mm -hmm. and you're just trying to break through that mental block of not like stopping yourself and just pushing yourself through. Right. That's probably the hardest part for me. Have you been able to do it yet? Ish. <laughs> sort of. We'll get back to it. Okay. Yeah. I believe in you. <laughs> well, we're going to back to training yeah. in January. Um, yeah, I think people underestimate the mental toughness that yeah. comes with this kind of stuff. And, most, you know, I, 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 at my new day gig, we were, someone was talking about how they just got into wrestling, and I was like, yeah, people don't understand like how crazy it is. Mm -hmm. We were just having this big discussion at lunch 
with you know someone who never really watched it, but had a friend who kind of she was on Tough Enough, like one of the early seasons Ooh, of Tough oh, Enough, wow. and then she transitioned to being um, I think an announcer or a ring announcer. Anyway, but it was just like it got in this like kind of cool discussion about like people who didn't really know it and talking about all the aspects. Yeah, you have to be right. physically strong and mentally strong yes. for wrestling. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like that's the reason why I switched over to managing. It was the mental toughness that I needed. I I reached my my edge. I reached the wall. It was like no more. Thank you. Thank you. I have had enough. <laughs> no, I will not flip over that for you. No. <laughs> it's only a foot off the ground. No, I said. So terrifying. So, so yeah. So here I am <laughs> doing manager work, but I love it. And it really is, whenever I watch, this is something people probably don't think about, but let's say you go and you take a clothesline and it really knocks you, like hits you so hard, you, you flip inside out as the announcers like to say. When that next clothesline comes for you, you cannot flinch. You can't say, no, I, I've changed my mind. <laughs> no, sir, thank I would you. Not, I've done it, but only in practice and with my boyfriend because he <laughs> won't break up with me for it. But like, you have to sit there and be like, that shit almost broke my teeth. Or sometimes, that just broke my tooth. And I have to go and take it one more time. Uh, that's kind of the insanity that you have to have <laughs> to be a wrestler. Um, <laughs> So you've done some other really interesting things, such as car show modeling and singing in a death metal band. Yeah. What drew you to death metal? Um, I got into death metal in high school. Mm-hmm. My friend, she gave me my first metal church album, and ever since then, I just got hooked. I just felt like I belonged in the metal scene. I was a cool kid in the metal scene, but in high school, around other students, I was just the Asian girl, you know? <laughs> so I felt like I belonged. That's really cool. So, um... Since music is so important to you, mm-hmm. do you know like what song, if you could have any song you'd want as your entrance music when you do de- debut? When I first started wrestling, I thought like, I want to be like Undertaker, so I want that song by Necrophobic, The Awakening. And then I realized, you know what, that's a little too metal. <laughs> it's a little, a little too, too metal. It, it's too hard, scary. too hard scare everyone. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go a little more glam metal that kind of sounds like mm-hmm. the Attitude Era, so I thought of Death Leopard, Pour Some Sugar on Me. Solid, I like solid. that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be singing, like, if you yeah. and the indie scene come out there, I'll be like, Pour Some! I'll be in the crowd just <laughs> singing that. You should come out with sugar packets. And I was thinking, I was like, I gotta come out with something, like, but I just thought, like, that song sounds really good, and also, it reminds me of the Attitude Era, and I yeah. love it. That's like, I think that's a great choice. <laughs> What's your favorite entrance music like like of the the people kind of current or all time even all time i'd say undertaker like hands down like it's just watching him you just get the chills just right when the lights turn off and you hear the beginning of the music it's just yeah you just can't explain that feeling yeah i, I kind of feel like <laughs> his is definitely one of the best entrances of all time of all time of all, of all times, times. <laughs> um, i've been enjoying lately I love when memes circle back around, mm-hmm. and one of the memes that has come back around is um, anything with the Stone Cold Steve Austin glass break, uh, yes. and then something happens. So the latest one I saw is this little kid, and he's he's hitting his baseball or something into the garage, and it slams right into something made of glass in the garage, and you hear, and then the kid turns around, and it's like, oh no, you summoned Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> I love stupid shit. Um, <laughs> all right, speaking of stupid shit, let's talk about 2017. Excellent trend. That's my favorite segue I've ever done. That's, that's a beautiful transition. Uh, beautiful. So, <sighs> we'll start off with the Royal Rumble. Yes. Um, 
I got to be there actually in person for anyone who missed that episode where I talked about it. Um, I got box seats, so it was free food, free hot dogs, and biscuits, and alcohol, and normal drinks if you don't like alcohol, and cookies, <laughs> cookies. Okay. Uh, the bad part was I was really high up. Hmm. The good part was I had a table. <laughs> you know, you, yeah. If you've ever sat there balancing your nachos and your drink and trying to like not bump into people and also not being able to see because somebody in front of you is higher, you can appreciate the benefits of being oh. high up on the table. Mm-hmm. But everyone was tiny little specks. So I was mostly watching the big jumbo screen. So it was like being at a friend's house eating food, which I was fine with. Uh, Randy Orton won that one. Boo. I didn't mind it so much at the time. No, I, I knew. I knew it was coming. I didn't. Yeah. That's, that was my problem. I should have, because yeah. that's always what happens. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it coming either. Yeah. I, I didn't expect him to win. And then when he did, I, like, it was basically when it got down to, like, what was the final three was, like, it was him, Roman, and Bray? No. I actually cannot remember, no. <laughs> now that you're saying Maybe that. Maybe not Bray. It was Roman, Randy, and then someone else, and then, and then I think it was Bray, because that's when they were doing that kind of weird combo of them together. Mm-hmm. And so, um, when it got, like, there's other people that I thought were going to win, and then they got out, and I was like, oh, no, please not this, anything but this. And then Randy won, and then it was... Let's see if they have the thing. order. Let's see. They have them coming in. Um, so what we did. I remember Ty lasted kind of a long time. Jericho lasted a really long time. So it was Roman Reigns, yeah, was Undertaker. Bray. Was it Goldberg? Was no, it was Bray. Bray? Goldberg oh, was, was in Bray. there. Oh, yeah, you're right. But that was that, that Goldberg, uh, Goldberg, Brock, and... So Taker all came out one of yeah. after another. Undertaker did his normal thing though, yeah. where he just like appeared. Yes. Yeah, he just appeared in the middle. Which of was real. What when you mentioned like, oh, you get chills. Like yeah. even there, even there, being able to see and sort of having seen it enough time that you should know, like, oh, yeah. the lights are gonna go out and he's gonna pop up. You still don't expect it because yeah. you're like, oh, look at all that cool ass light, and then oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really cool. I'm gonna take off. And then someone was like, do you think he's just been under there with an iPad this whole time? <laughs> just, just hanging out under the ring. Um, the other weird thing about the Royal Rumble was they had, uh, the entrance was really long. Yeah. And so they had um, little, like, buggies. Yeah, like, for the big dudes. They would just, like... Drive them. And so the image of big-ass Big E just, like, standing there just really quickly... <laughs> It was uncontrollable laughter in the crowd every time it would happen because you're just like, what is the, what is, why what, did you think why this would you put be okay? Why would you set this up like this? I'm sure, oh, like, yeah. all I can think is maybe the camera for people watching cut away and so Oh, yeah, didn't. okay, good. You, you saw them when they first came out and then you saw them that last part. Okay. Sort of thing. So because you, you it, didn't really see them like going, it was <laughs> so funny and ridiculous. <laughs> just, just imagine just your favorite segues. wrestlers on a segue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it looks mm-hmm. like. Uh, um, yeah, but yeah, so Randy Orton won, and I was like, no, no, Randy Orton's going to get a push, and it's all, it's going to be garbage like it always is, and um, yeah, I'm just not the biggest Randy Orton fan. He's not like the worst or anything, but I feel like his storylines go on way too long, and it's kind of, and it's extremely repetitive, and he like almost killed the Singh brothers like six different times. Yeah, um, they have almost died. I, I guess my problem with Randy is he doesn't. 
I don't feel that he tells enough of a story no. for what I like to watch in wrestling. And there are times where you can tell he just like does not want to sell something. Yeah. There's a like lot some of times. there's some dudes where he's like, Yes, I will sell this thing. And then there are other times he's like, Here's the thing. And I'm like, Okay, fine, I'm I'm oh that hurts. Oh I'm like, come on, man. Like when Sammy Zayn hit him with the chair. <laughs> it looked like he had told Sammy backstage, if you fucking blast me with this chair, I'll end your life. And so Sammy was like, Careful. Yeah, I'm out. Tippity tap. So yeah, he but I forgot that that's what they do at Royal Rumbles if the winner goes on to have their year. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was more like, because I'm all discombobulated and whatnot, I watched it and I was like, oh good, they've given him something. Now he, shh. And nope. I was wrong. Nope. Um, Bray Wyatt became WWE champion for a little bit. That's like, something else like happened in 2017. White hot I think it was five days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you... Bray Wyatt seems like he'd be kind of your your type since he's all creepy and Undertaker. What do you feel about Bray Wyatt? I like him as a wrestler. I think he's great. I think he's good with his promos, and he has a really good gimmick going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like they just keep taking titles away from everybody, though. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The one person does not need a nope. title just at all. In They're perpetuity. Really scared of him. <laughs> like, if you try to take a title away from Brock Lesnar, imagine him just staring at you really hard. I like, feel like you react to that. I feel I like if you had <laughs> some ribs and some sweet tea, You'd be able to like distract him enough <laughs> from being angry. Be like, oh, listen, okay, I know I took this, but hey, you see these ribs? <laughs> they, they, they look, they're succulent. They're falling around from bone. Mm, you make me hungry. I haven't had dinner yet. Oh, sorry. Um, these delicious ass ribs. Delicious ass ribs. <clears throat> I was, and a lot of people were so happy because, like you said, he's a really good worker. He's got great promos. <laughs> yeah. And it, they have just sabotaged him every which way. They really oh. have. I think, I mean, they had, they had something going with him. Like, Having Bray and then Finn Balor, like the demon thing, like that was actually interesting, but they didn't really, they didn't do anything. Again, the problem with Bray is always the same thing. They don't let him win, Mm -hmm. so no one has a reason to be afraid of him. They were letting him beat the crap out of Finn though for a while, but I almost feel like it's because they are treating Finn worse than Bray right now. They never let Bray be scary. Yes. And Bray should have beaten Finn. And mm-hmm. then lost to the Demon King. Yes. That's what 100%. they should have set it up as. Yes. Mm-hmm. But they did it. They had him lose to Finn, and they had him lose to the Demon King. So then I was like, well, what are, what are we afraid of Bray for? He doesn't even have a cult anymore. Yeah. Now they're the Bludgeon Brothers, I think is... he was more scary when he had all his brothers with mm-hmm. him. Yeah. They 100%. were really intimidating. Yeah. And I loved, I loved their entrance, too. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. I, I loved it, yeah. I think, like, what I was hoping that they were going to ramp up to was sort of like the demon kingdom versus the white family, like mm. have it be like a legit like four on four kind yeah, of situation cool. or three on three situation and because they, yeah, because they had what's his the uh Gallows and Anderson yep. were originally in the bullet club with Finn Balor. Like yep. they could have they kept they're another team who I felt was being done a disservice because again they should have been big scary monsters yeah. and yet they were constantly losing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. And and I think like you could have you could have just for a brief like like a month had it so that you know the demon king called down other you know demons or whatever to to take form on them mm-hmm. and you could have just gave them take some face yeah like you could have like done a thing just for wrestlemania and had some real creepy cool like supernatural right, versus supernatural demon thing. in you oh yeah, that right. would have been fun so, 
That's what I was hoping they were going to do, and they just never did it. Yeah. But it was cool that they gave it to Bray for a little bit. It let people who loved him yeah. feel like, yeah, it was a surprise t- uh, twist to the mm-hmm. Elimination Chamber um, pay-per-view. And, and there's still some time, because they are doing Woken Matt Hardy, who's like this. Uh, if, and if no I one's hate seen the phrase Woken. Woken. Uh, it's Woken uh, Matt Hardy. Because he used to be broken, and now he's Woken. I, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's <laughs> if you don't have any black friends, you're not allowed to say woken. How about that rule? How about that rule, Matt Hardy? You show me your black friends, and I'll leave you. He's alone. got at least one. No, um, he doesn't. <laughs> he does. I've seen a lot of his videos. Um, but now, like, it's this weird, like, reincarnated thing that he's doing. So that's still a thing that can happen. You got Alistair uh, Black over mm-hmm. in NXT that you could pop up to do this weird stealing Tyler Bateman's spot. Um, Lowlight, Goldberg became Universal Champion, and then Brock became Universal Champion. I was okay with Goldberg doing it, not okay with Brock. I wasn't okay with either. They didn't need that match to be a championship match for anyone to give a fuck about it. No, they didn't. Um, but I like Goldberg in general, and I knew, like, with Goldberg, I knew if he, when he became champion, I knew that wasn't going to be a thing that lasted anyways, because it's like, you know, it's been a while, whatever, he wasn't going to be wrestling for more than, like, a month story. Like, maybe two months story time. Because I just don't think he wanted to do it. I think he just wanted to come back and have a nice little stretch. It's like the one The Rock Make a bunch back. of money. Yeah. yeah, when The Rock came back, he, he was on... He was, he'd talked a lot, and then he did, like, four matches over the course of, like, four months or something yeah. like that. So, like, that... I figured the that Rock's was... Rock's also be... a lot richer than Goldberg. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. The story they were saying is that Brock was like, Hey, Goldie, we can make a lot of money. Right. If we make this go longer than just one match. Mm-hmm. Like, that was kind of... Which they, what happened. And they still could have made that interesting and done that without the freaking title. Anymore. Yes. Because okay. what happened now is that Brock's had the freaking, like, um, when, back in my time still at Loot Crate, uh, what was hilarious was during, we've had, we have these championship belt pins, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so when we put the Universal Championship thing, um, one of, the, one of the, the subscribers on Twitter was like, there's Universal Championship belt, who has it? Like, joking. Because it's like, oh, you we literally have it. not seen it in three months. Yeah, it's Where never is on it? TV, that motherfucker. <laughs> no one yeah. talks about it. Like, like no one talks about it as a thing they want to get, except for like once every four, three or four months when Brock is like, okay, I'm going to come and show up for it. Uh, hey, y'all want to see Paul Heyman? Yeah. Hey, hey <laughs> you want to you hear him talk from me because I'm no good on the mic? Yeah. <laughs> but I look real scary with my weird ass. That was a low light for me because I, pers- I do hate his fucking character. I hate it. I hate that little dagger. It's an ugly dagger. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry. You know what? But I will say, I saw this thing on ESPN with Brock being real funny, and I'm sure he's a great dude. I just, as a as a storyline thing, it's very frustrating because it's like the same shit over and over. Yes. It's like, we, the attitude never happened. Yeah, we get Brock scary. Bring him back, have him fuck everybody up, and then never make the title of all. What do you think about the whole Brock and Goldberg and whatnot? I loved it. God damn it. I thought it was great. I have no complaints about it. <laughs> so you like Brock being a champion who's never on TV? <laughs> yeah. Champion I'm a Brock Lesnar fan. Oh. So. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Goldberg's fan too. Yeah. So what about that, uh, the AJ Styles match? Did you see that one with Brock and AJ Styles? Oh, I didn't oh you'll probably that. love it. Yeah, it was actually not... It, it was, oh, yeah. Half of it was was real not great for me, but the back end was real it was strong. it was fine for a Brock match for me, but I did see some times where AJ was taken not good 
things for Brock, not the way they were supposed to go. <laughs> I uh, I kind of fell off with watching it because like with training, they tell yes. us to not keep up with mm-hmm. the recent mm-hmm. the recent wrestling shows. Yep. <laughs> and it's also just hard. Like even if you wanted to keep up, you would have you're at wrestling almost every day of the week now. Yeah. yeah. So like you would have to catch up at other times. Yeah. If you've got school or work, and, mm-hmm. and that's so a lot hard. of content every week. Is it like ten hours? Yeah. Watch the highlights. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's a hard mm-hmm. thing. Like if you want, if you were trying to watch like every thing, that's at least ten new hours of wrestling. Yep. Week. It's, yeah. It's hard. Cry, cry. It's hard. But somebody who has time, it must be awesome. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, it's always wrestling. I, I keep up with as much as I can, but man. I got another low light for you guys, and oh, we no. talked about it briefly. And it was Roman Reigns retiring the Undertaker. Now, how, since you've already surprised us once, how did you feel about this? I was pretty upset <laughs> because okay. I felt like if it's gonna be Undertaker's last match, like let him win. Like why does he have to lose to like let it be? I don't know. I feel like that started when Stupid Brock broke the streak, and that to me was the biggest problem with me with him coming back. Mm-hmm. Was like you're gonna have him come. He's only gonna wrestle three times a year. He's gonna win every year. And then he's gonna, he's gonna, of all people, he's gonna be the one that breaks the street. It couldn't have been Jericho. It couldn't have been, uh, you know, uh, uh, like literally anybody. Literally else. anybody else. Almost yeah. anybody else. You know what I mean? Like but with that streak, Shawn Michaels, Bray Wyatt. That wasn't planned. Oh. It wasn't. Undertaker was supposed to win when he was against Brock Lesnar, but the mm-hmm. thing was, I think he got a concussion oh. in the match, and he just told Brock just end it. Oh, interesting. I never that, knew that. That was not a thing I knew. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better inside mm-hmm. that it was a thing that went wrong as opposed to that was the plan mm-hmm. all the time. Because that didn't make kind of any sense to me. Like, of all people, like, like mm-hmm. if you're going to, like, you, you, you should have gave it to Braun if it was going to be anybody. If you, yeah. like, it's like that past, past like, of the monster torch, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, I didn't, like, hate it. Like, I, it was, the match was fine. I think the problem was is that they've been handling Roman's whole situation kind mm-hmm. of wrong for the most and part. And even this feud, yeah. if they knew they were going to retire the Undertaker, why not build it up? And instead yeah. it was just, I am in charge of everything, so I have decided that Undertaker, who has not been here and is yeah. not really involved, is a threat to me. Yep. And so I'm going to beat him up. Yeah, like that was... <laughs> that was your storyline. Like, you could have made it like Undertaker kidnapped Roman Reigns' girlfriend or some shit. Like, we could have done something. <laughs> yeah, like you could have kidnapped Dean or something. <laughs> you took my woman. You took Wait, my, what? Yeah. I mean, my Dean. My Dean. Uh, uh, or, you know, Roman Reigns, like, ran into Undertaker and lost something important. There, there's a bunch of different know. ways there's you could have There's something could have happened. Or have, you could have had the Undertaker randomly popping up and making him lose matches for like two months. Right. Interfering with yes. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, and then he wouldn't even have a wrestle on there that right. time. Just, just, yeah. just randomly be lurking around. Kind of mm-hmm. like they did that with Kane when he came back initially. It was just him like kind of lurking and like lurking popping up in the middle, <laughs> which is still great. Just popping up in the middle of a, a ring during a match. It's still hilarious. It's yes. my favorite. It's great. And how like, one day he tries to pull them in. Like the abject fear. that Like my one of my favorite cells is like um, Shawn Michaels and like various other people, like when Kane tries to pull them up, they're thinking, like, ah, ah, and they're like panicking, like, ah, oh, it's good. It's a good It's good. It's good. I like it's it. Good, so. Um, so let's get back to some happy things. Yes, happy thoughts. <laughs> uh, WrestleMania, New Day came out, they were just like Final Fantasy. 
And they were like, big news. You're all like, oh shit, New Day's about to join the tag team. Nope. No, the Hardy Boys <laughs> came back. That, that was, was amazing. Yeah, I, I <laughs> seeing the crowd pop to that was like one of my favorite things. Yeah. I was like, everyone's so that happy. Was crazy. I was in a house with another big fan, and we grabbed, like, we're just grabbing each other. We popped. We were, like, standing. We were like, wah! So just, like, knowing that wrestling still has the ability to surprise us and to make us react so viscerally, like, that was really And it was particularly fun that it was at this WrestleMania, which had this, like, three-mile-long entrance ramp. (laughs) Just seeing them. (laughs) Yes. Uh, That just reminded me of the snake. Oh yeah, it looked like it was made in 1992. (laughs) The longer it has to go, the worse it looks. I I get what they were trying to do with that snake, but it looked like a gigantic sperm. It did. It also like oh, gonna impregnate (laughs) the (laughs) ring. We're gonna have three more rings when this is done. (laughs) Yay, baby ring. Yeah, that was. Thank you for reminding me of the snake. But yes, that was a snake. Nick. Uh, that was really cool. Look, I got another low light next. I'm just going to move it because we, we got real low for a bit. Okay. Um, another highlight instead. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura made his debut to SmackDown, I believe. Yeah, SmackDown. Crazy. Yeah, it, it warmed my heart to hear the audience pop that Again, hard. like yeah. another entrance that gives chills. His <laughs> debut was really good. <laughs> Okay. The Listen. way people were screaming for him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyone was screaming for him like that? Like, or for anybody else? Not really. I was yeah. nervous that he yeah. wasn't going to have a big reception because there are plenty of people who only watch NXT or who yeah. only watch Raw. Mm-hmm. So knowing that there was that much of a crossover and people were excited for someone also who has a like not eat super easy to understand gimmick. No. <laughs> it's, it, yeah. I'm just fucking Japanese as shit. Like that's his gimmick. Basically. Like, here's he reminds me of like a. Michael Jackson slash Captain Jack Sparrow mix, you know? That's why they call him the artist. (laughs) Because they're like, we don't know how to sell this. But it's like, the artist. Which is is great to me because it's like, his art is is just mean people in the face. That's his art. Here's a Kinshasa, yo. (laughs) Kinshasa! They love saying Kinshasa. Oh my god, it's their favorite thing. What did they say it wrong the other day, though? Yeah, probably. No, I don't think it was Corey. I think it was, no, it was the one who uh, face fucked that girl or wanted to. Uh, Tom. (laughs) He said, like, what do you say? Like, Kinshasa? Kinshusa? He said it wrong. I can't remember how. Did he get clowned? And I was like, what? Did y'all hear that? (laughs) Then it was, like, the last one of the match. It was fine. Um, my only wish for Shinsuke is I would love to see him with a manager, uh, like his own version of a Paul Heyman, who could take him to the next level. Because he cannot speak that well. (laughs) Well, and it's because... Probably can't in Japanese. Well, yeah, and I think it's also interesting because he always has the mouth guard, too, Mm -hmm. so even when he does go to talk, he has a mouth guard in his mouth. I feel like he doesn't, even if he were to not have a manager, I feel like he doesn't need to talk. No. He doesn't, but they make him. Yeah. They, they make him talk way more than I would ever make Shinsuke talk. His yeah. ass would just be showing up if I was yeah, rushing. Like, oh, Shinsuke's or here, you give him a, or you give, if, Or you give him a, not necessarily a tag team partner, but like a stable a dude. Or yeah, like a stable. Yeah, like if you have like a mini stable around Shinsuke, then that could work too. That's not fucking Randy Orton. I don't right, know. this Randy thing seems out of nowhere for me. I don't know if I just missed a lot it's, of episodes. It's more out of nowhere than his average AK, RKO. <laughs> Um, Every time they say it, I'm like, no, no, we saw it. We all saw that 
that RKO was coming. I think like two or three weeks ago, it was actually genuinely one. I don't know. It was when he did it to Kevin Owens. Yeah, when Kevin was just talking and all of a sudden he was there and I was like, wait, literally out of nowhere. I turned to Tyler and I was like, that one was out of nowhere. Like it was important. Um, Speaking of memes, one of my favorite things is gifts where people are falling and someone puts <laughs> Randy doing an RKO into it. That's oh yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, ah, got it. Got it, it. from every everything. Yeah, it's yeah. like ah, ah, the window. On cats, like yeah. it's just, like, this is the best. Oh my god, can someone send me a cat one? <laughs> I don't really like that. Um, another low light for me, but apparently not a low light for uh, for tomorrow. We'll see how Victoria feels about it. Jinder Mahal became WWE champion. Uh, Victoria, we've asked you first. How did you feel about this? Um, compared to how he... I'm just judging him on how physically fit he is now, like, compared to how he was a few years ago. I think, like, he worked extremely hard for... to be in shape mm-hmm. and for this moment, and I thought he deserved it. Okay. I know a lot of people don't feel the same way, but... I mean, he, he's been around for a while. Yes. Yeah, I agree. He's been and definitely. And he's really cut, too. He's, so yeah. you know he's putting in work. Putting in that work. Putting in something. Mm-hmm. Well, listen. Now, uh, you also need work on top of that. It just true. doesn't, it's, it's not true. some just magic juice. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> if that's what is happening in Legend. Um, <laughs> okay, so this is what I like. I like, okay, so the, the blow light of it to me was because he was always, he's kind of always earmarked that he was going to be a villain. Like, it wasn't, even if he wasn't like a straight up villain at the, at the start, he was going to be like full heel pretty soon. And the thing that was, bothered me about that was that it became, hey, look at this different brown guy. Let's boo everything that he's doing. Because he had like this great, like beautiful, like, like mm-hmm. celebration when he got it. And mm-hmm. it was like the beautiful dancers. And people were, yeah, people were like, yeah. Like, they, we were all really conflicted because it was yeah. like, and so like, because we know we're supposed to boo. This is my really big problem with it, and I, we've talked about it more in depth. Yeah. Um, no one who is actually racist believes they're racist. They don't want to believe that they're racist. Mm-hmm. So he literally, in some promos, said, you Americans, you're so xenophobic, you don't like me because I'm from India, and you don't like mm-hmm. me because of this. And then he had the bonger dancers, and yeah. he had the beautiful carpet. And what it did is I think it really confused people because people were watching, they're like, this is nice, I like it. White people love them some Indian stuff, by the way. Don't get me started. Curry, yoga, mm-hmm. everything, and bindis. White people love Indian shit. So telling them specifically, hey, you're supposed to hate me because I'm Indian, it com- I think it confused the audience, and they didn't really know how to react to them. Uh, yeah, and I don't think, and I think most people understood that he'd been working for a long-ass time, and he's one of those moments where someone you never think is going to get a title gets yeah. a title, so mm-hmm. even if you don't like him, you like the fact that he got the title. I didn't like him. <laughs> I still didn't. Like, I, so, and it's fine that you didn't. I, like, yes. I appreciate it, but I think that from a like representational angle, that's cool and it's and I think I just, part of why so I was thinking about it. Yeah. I think part of why they did it this way is I'm wondering if in India he was packaged differently. Probably. Like you know you can edit a show. You watch mm. a show, you can take it, you can edit it. It's entirely possible that the celebrations and all those good things were being shown in a way that made gender look like he was, you know, yeah. really positive and stuff. And for I would India. also argue that by him starting out and saying, Hey, if you're booing me it's because you're afraid of different things. It's a, it's a thing that will actually translate well to other people of color. Potentially. Uh, potentially. I mean, it could go a little bit wrong, but it's just like a really confusing thing, and I think that like 
I, I, and, I, and, and you know what? The Singh Brothers came out in some beautiful, yes, beautiful those lovely shirts. shirts. Looking crisp all Just the time. With these like nice saturated yes. like, jewel tones. Beautiful. I was about it. And I like Ginger's suits too. I've yeah. never said I didn't like his suits no. and I like his turban. When he's wearing a turban and a suit, I'm like, Ginger, you could maybe. And then he takes off his hat and I'm like, could not get it. Um, if, you know, if Ginger wanted it. I'm probably too fat for Ginger. He's real serious about his meal prep. Anyway, the point is... <laughs> I didn't like Ginger as a champion because I felt that in the ring he lacked anything that made somebody a champion. Mm. He did not have the oomph that I generally see in a champion. He didn't have moves that I thought were interesting. To me, he wrestled like somebody who didn't have anything. And even his finish that he eventually had, he didn't have it at first either, was um, like a, oh, what's it called? Yeah, I'm just going to forget the name. Mm-hmm, yep. Snake. Cobra Clutch yeah. is basically like a Cobra Clutch and then a Slam Down. It might have its own name, but it you know it's, yeah. it's sort of a modified Cobra cut, Clutch thing. And it didn't it didn't look cool. It didn't look you know fancy. And I don't know if it's yeah, like how you sold did it. the Cobra Clutch on yourself to remember. I was like, what is the name? <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm clutching. Yeah, I'm a snake, snake, snake hole, snake grab. Yeah. Yes, I had to. I had to. Um, so, I kind of, I almost wonder if they didn't know that they were going to push him because he feels like they were not prepared right. almost for it. Yeah. I think they just kind of made a choice. Well, and you know, the re- part of the reason everyone said was because they were expanding in India. Mm-hmm. Now, I had heard a rumor, but when looking into this rumor, I was unable to verify it, but everyone was saying this rumor. And what they were saying is the reason it was taken back from him was because sales in India went down mm-hmm. during his reign. Uh, I was unable to find any information that confirmed that. There was just a YouTube video of somebody saying Yeah, I don't know. But let me tell you why it's a possible thing. They had all these tours planned in India, Mm -hmm. and last minute they consolidated them into one show, and they left India. So instead of multiple days in India, they condensed it down to one show in India, and then they dipped the fuck out, and then immediately Jinder lost the title. Right. That, to a degree, makes sense, but I also feel like they were going to take it from him eventually anyway. And that seemed about when, like, he had not quite a year going, right? So it was like eight months. Mm-hmm. So, and AJ was getting, like, the hard, hard push. Mm-hmm. So I felt like that was about the time that they were really prepared to give it to him. Anyways, it might even went longer than what they were planning. I don't, I know, I do think that things are very tied to sales. I, I think they might have overestimated the appeal in India, particularly because they only have one active Indian wrestler. Not right. that people are interested in other people, but if they were if they were focusing on him as the focal point. Or hey, point. let's look at logic. If wrestling is booming in India without an Indian champion, then clearly they don't they need, need an Indian, Indian champion yeah. to yeah. like wrestling. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, there's a lot of things there. I I just um, I don't think it's the worst thing that could have possibly happened. I would pre- I I'm I'm more up on Jinder as champion than I am with Brock as champion. So at least he at least he was defending the title and appeared every okay, week. Okay, that's fair. I will say I also would prefer Jinder having it to Brock having a title if we're doing that comparison. But I still hated Jinder as a champion. Money in the Bank, first ever women's Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Um, first ever women's ladder match yep. happened mm-hmm. as well. And it was the no, first ever cage was last year, right? First ever cage was last yeah. year, I think. Yeah, first ever Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. Um, and then this year they're doing the first ever women's world, or they've announced that the first ever women's world rumble is coming wow. up. Uh, so it's all very exciting stuff. Carmella was the first one to win because a man climbed a ladder and got it for her. <laughs> Ellsworth. <laughs> oh, 
I did love that they told that story to be controversial, though. Oh, they specifically true. on Twitter were like, having all the women say how unfair it was that the first person to ever touch it was actually a man, not yeah. even a woman, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They really played that up. But and they I hate turned him into a dog. They did. And then they kicked his ass to the curb. But hey, Ellsworth got his 15 fucking minutes of fame better than any of us could have ever hoped for. He got to live the dream. I don't think, he, you know, I, I'm sure he doesn't regret it. Yeah, I mean, I can write an essay about sort of uh, gender representation and things like that and what it means for Ellsworth to be kind of the only dude taking female superstar finishers. Except, except when a man wears a wig. Yes, except Did you yeah. notice that? Except <laughs> when, when Tyler Breeze is dressed in drag. As a woman, he is allowed to be hit by a woman. Yeah. So it's a very, very specific kind of thing, but even that could go in the essay. It'd be yeah. a very interesting topic. That would be an I'd read that essay. And also one of our things when we were like, ah, oh, Carmela, mm-hmm. but then she was wearing those dope-ass... Uh, it's true. Carmela wears these bodysuits that are like yeah. kind of basketball-esque. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're dope. They are so good. I want one right now. I want it on my body. I'm not even the right shape for it. I don't care. Uh, Baron Corbin won the money in the bank, cashed it in, lost. <laughs> Which is a highlight for me. It's also a highlight for me. That was uh, hilarious. Beautiful. Do you have any thoughts on Baron Corbin? I just think it's, he's just one of those wrestlers that is unfortunately slept on. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I think he looks like a wizard. <laughs> And he's also another wrestler that's been around for a while that just hasn't gotten his opportunity yeah. yet. An apocalyptic wolf wizard? The apoc- well, I think that's what Tyler calls him. Uh, fire, no, fire wolf wizard. <laughs> it's something like that. I, 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 it's not that I don't like Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. I dislike his gimmick immensely. I don't like Baron Corbin. Yeah, I feel like he hasn't found his gimmick yet. It's not a good gimmick. Yeah. I wish he would. I would kind of wish he would embrace. Like, if he was going to do the Outlander, you know, mm-hmm. Fallout, New Vegas, Apocalypse thing, I wish he'd go all in on it. Yeah. You know, like, like more into it. Maybe that could be interesting, mm-hmm. especially with the world and the state it's in right now. It's probably something that you know. They did fix his cool. opening though. Like his entrance I do is much better. his entrance now. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna zoom through a few things, and then I'll talk about something that. Uh, I think we have more to say on. Mm-hmm. So real quick, Hell in a Cell, Shane jumped off again, Sammy turned heel. That yeah. was something interesting that happened. Any quick thoughts on that? Uh, I was pretty surprised to see Sammy turn heel. Yeah, that, that came out of nowhere. I didn't expect that at all. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Asuka debuted on Raw. We were all very happy about that because she's amazing. She is. Um, Calling it that she's she's winning the Raw. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of that, Paige came back and mm-hmm. she brought some friends and we had Ruby Riot come up. Um, and bring a few friends as well. And quite unfortunately, it looks like the exact same storyline in both um, cases yeah, because they all have their goth chick and they all have their pretty blonde chick yeah. and then they all have their tough chick. And it's really like, what's up? What's up, guys? We, we see what you're doing. We did this so fast, we could not have been bothered to write two different storylines. <laughs> and I mentioned this on After Buzz, and I want to mention it here real quick. Uh, you don't just make Avengers, you make Iron Man, and then you make. Uh, Thor, and then you make Captain America, and then you make Avengers, or whatever order. And I really hate that they couldn't give us time to get to know each of the ladies. Like, especially, okay, we technically know Paige, right? right. So so mm-hmm. let's talk about the SmackDown ladies. Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, and uh, what was it? Liv? Is that one Liv? Liv Morgan. Yes. 
I can't tell Liv Morgan and the other one apart. Sorry, Mandy Rose. Uh, anyway, we don't know them. Even from NXT, they were not at NXT that long. They weren't like there as long as Shinsuke or Asuka, mm -hmm. for example. So wouldn't it make more sense to let us get to know each of these ladies, then team them up, then have them destroy everything? But instead, y'all greedy. You want to put all the women on at the same time so you can say that all the women have something to do instead of giving us more than one women's match yeah. an, an episode. And so here the fuck we are. And I hate that shit. Yeah, and it's like, why them and not, like, Ember or Peyton or, like... I could see Ember and Peyton because I think that they want to use them to build the new right. NXT-like thing. Sure, and, and I, get, I get that. I just It just was a weird... It was an interesting thing because, theoretically, if you were going to do that, then you should have let, like, Ruby and Liv and Mandy bump it. Like, it should have been a bump up. Mm-hmm. Instead of just like, because it makes it feel like half of it, like they're, some of them are cannon fodder. You know what I mean? It's like, Ruby's going to talk, and the other two are going to get destroyed. They let you know Sarah I mean? Logan talk a little bit, and it was probably one of the biggest mistakes of their life. Uh, mm -hmm. It was it was not good. Mm -hmm. um, another highlight for me, Usos and New Day had a few when New Day came back over to SmackDown, and I thought it was really well done, and they mm -hmm. put on some of the best <coughs> tag team matches in years. Agreed. Mm -hmm. uh, low light. Emma was released. Yeah, that sucked. I like that. We don't know why. They kept, you know, they were able to get give Emma a chance trending. Emma had some matches. Emma's generally solid in the ring. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, just, they just got rid of her right after she was fed to Asuka. And I, I don't get it. Mm -hmm. And then Leo Rush may have ruined his career by doing what he thought was a funny tweet about it. Uh, that got him a lot of backstage heat. And he's still experiencing heat from that. Where he tweeted, see, this is why you don't mess with Nia Jax. It was, I get what he was doing, it was supposed to be a joke, but a lot of workers were, and people were very insulted, because Emma is now losing her job, yeah. you know, that's not a thing to joke about, mm -hmm. so, I can see both sides. Um, let's see, which, I just want to make sure we don't have any other ones that we want to spend a lot of time on before we move on. Mm -hmm. So, the May Young Classic, let's spend a little time on that. May Young Classic! We were really excited to see this. I think it was a great time. A lot of women are more interested in, in wrestling who weren't before because mm -hmm. of GLOW. And all of us who were already interested in wrestling, now that we had the women's revolution, and we, it's just been getting better and better and better. So it was a great time to have the Mae Young Classic. A lot of people who follow the indie wrestlers got to see some of our favorite people on mm -hmm. there. Um, it was weird how they did the release. That would be a, a thing that I thought was strange like they released I don't know if you saw like when they did it live they released like a few episodes and then waited two weeks and released the next one or some yeah. weird shit like that and it, then the finale was weeks later yeah it was like I think it was like every week and then it was like three weeks in between the last episode and the finale the live like final match yeah, or something like weird, weird like that it was weird they, they didn't do it that way for the cruiserweight classics I no. checked yeah so it was kind of weirdly paced um and some of the matches where they were placed and who they had, you know, proceed to the next round felt a little off because there were some people who felt like they should have been a little more cannon fodder, you know, no, no offense, but like, you know, they should have been first round showcases, ended up making it to a second round right. when bet people who had better show, you know. Right. Did you see any of the Mayhem Classic? I only watched a few matches on uh, YouTube. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't watch the whole thing. I really enjoyed little bits of it. There were plenty of great moments. It was mm -hmm. cool to see women that I hadn't heard of. Mm -hmm. um, and it was cool to see things that we don't normally get to see. Like, um, in, oh, what was her name? Piper's match with um, Tony Storm, mm -hmm. and they had a little bridge off. And they yeah. had a very gentleman's style wrestling match. Yeah. A lot of catches, catch can. And so it's so cool to see that. We don't really normally get to see that with women wrestlers. So I enjoyed that we got to see a style of wrestling that those of us that watch indie wrestling get to see women do. But people who don't normally watch that, who are just WWE, they got to see a little more about what women can do in the ring. Mm -hmm. I do. There were some women who I was like, why are they here when so many other more deserving indie wrestlers could have been here? And one of the answers was they were not letting women who'd ever done anything such as Suicide Girls type stuff oh. be in there. So oh. now knowing the crossover between nerd girls wrestling and uh, not voyeurism, like exhibitionism, yeah, it seems like probably a lot of That's women lot of indie people. wrestlers yeah. have done something that could be considered a little like I show my titties a little bit. May have potentially hurt a lot of people. Also, WWE has very strict um, uh, health things. Oh, so yeah. like, there's someone I knew who I was like, why isn't he in the WWE? And it's oh, it's just cardio. You know, he's got a little bit of asthma. They they um, so some women have health problems that they don't really, that aren't really a big deal, don't really affect them, but the WWE is like, nope. So there were plenty of interesting reasons, I, once I did a little digging, as to why certain women were not in the Mayhem Classic. Mm. And really sad, just sad to hear. Any other thoughts on Mayhem Classic? Uh, do it again. Yes. One more. Otra vez. Come on. More women. Uh, they also announced the mixed tag match that's going to happen. I don't know if it's happened yet. or It's on Facebook, so I don't really give a shh about watching it. But I do want to know what happens because I don't watch things on Facebook. So is this a mixed tag? It's where, a real mixed tag, like, supposedly. So like, if the woman tags in, then she's just in and then they're not going to... That's what I've heard. Okay. And part of the reason why they're doing it on Facebook is because of that. Because they can't... This is the weirdest shit ever. You can literally show movies and things where women are getting beat up by men or like killed by men and that's okay, but like the same thing isn't given for wrestling. You can't show a woman wrestling a man anymore on television because of the FCC. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. For example, um, CWF Hollywood did a whole storyline with Kevin Condren and Ruby Rays um, where they were going to fight, they are going to fight, they are going to fight, and then they got bought by the CW. Uh, and then they couldn't air that fight, so they had the fight at a club, and it was not aired. Oh. Yeah, and so, like, the match happened, but no one is ever going to see it. They've just been like, yeah. shh. Because, like, every once in a while, they'll let, like, your awesome Kongs, or, you know, like, before they would let them be one of the Royal Rumble entrants, and they'd be able to eliminate, like, two or three Back in the day, there it was not, you know, yeah. a thing. We watched, uh, what's her name, get sent through tables by the Dudley boys and whatnot. Yeah. Like, even though we didn't grow up with strong women wrestlers, they were few and far between, we still got to see women getting the shit beat out of them all yeah. the time. So it's, it's extra weird. It's strange. Mm -hmm. Especially because this is performance. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's just a weird thing. If you put Charlotte in the ring with a small, skinny wrestler, I'm not going to think that Charlotte can't win that match. I mean, there's about, there's probably like a quarter of the dudes 
on SmackDown that I'm pretty sure she can like I'm like I'm I'm pretty sure she can beat Sami Zayn yeah. like straight up like I'm pretty sure like there's a couple of dudes where I'm like even if they seem like oh I'm, you know but like they're like, like but no but like Charlotte have you seen Charlotte right like have She's, you have this you is seen? the thing like people don't understand with with wrestling with any kind of martial arts they're willing to look at a tiny guy and a big guy and say oh well the tiny guy can use his flying tactics and mm -hmm. can bear him down and can be really quick and blah 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 so he could win. But they can't do the same thing with women, even when women are the same size as the guys. And I'm like, you clearly know nothing about combat. <laughs> I mean, it's just straight up, a woman who knows jiu-jitsu can kick your ass. I don't care how big you are. It's true. Like, if you don't know jiu-jitsu and she does, you're going down. So the idea that women can't wrestle men is kind of fucking dumb. Mm -hmm. It is. Agreed. Speaking of that, I actually got a comment on one of my uh, training videos on YouTube. Some Somebody just said, why are there girls? wrestling with guys. This just doesn't make sense. This shouldn't happen. And are, did they also comment about Ray being able to use the fork so well? <laughs> or um, the, no, the, the doctor being able to t regenerate into a woman and how that's weird? No, they were just really upset. Yeah. yeah. It's so, <laughs> so, it's so strange. Because first of all, like most women wrestlers that you've ever seen trained with men. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. there are no all-female schools. Exactly. There's no, like, and maybe in Japan there is. Like, mm -hmm. how, like Japan's kind of a weird place. But like in America, if you want to learn to wrestle as a woman, you are wrestling men. And you are yeah. getting the same bruises. You are expected to lift the same weights, you, you know, to, to carry somebody over your body in the same way. And again, look at Charlotte's body. Look at China's body. Like, they're like basically all of them. Yeah, like they're clearly athletes. Yeah. Um, what's it called? The other girl, um, Belle... Bel, mm -hmm. Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair. Yeah. Squatted four hundred pounds while she was at their their Florida thing, that, smiling, yeah, cheerfully. That's basically <laughs> Braun Strowman. She is like she's strong as hell. Yeah. So to tell me like oh women can't wrestle men, it just speaks to pure ignorance. First of all, of fighting in general. Yeah. And second of all, to what wrestling is. The other day, Nia Jax had uh, two girls over Just her, and and she did a squat before she Samoa dropped them. Remember that time um, Alicia Fox oh. was holding Noam Dar, lifted herself onto one leg and like did a little wave thing. She was holding him up on her hip. Yeah. And she was able yeah. to move around and do that stuff. Like, Strong AF. Yeah. And she's one of the smallest women. She mm -hmm. is. So, but yeah. she's strong as hell. Yeah, she's strong. She could probably beat me up. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Anything else that happened this year that I didn't mention that you feel like we should talk about? Um, what about that first women's match in the... Oh, uh, the Middle East. Uh, the Middle East, uh, yes. That was um, Alexa, yeah. Alexa Bliss and yeah. Sasha Banks uh, in um, in the Middle East had their first women's wrestling match ever. Yeah. Um, they had to wear different gear to you know, perform. I still like gear. it. Yeah. I liked it. Like, and they didn't have to wear you know, no, they didn't want to wear anything. No. Um, they're like crying girls in the in the audience oh. because of the enormity of the moment and all that kind of stuff, and it was like. It was really cool, and like anytime, like literally anytime you bring it up, even on the show, and she's supposed to be in character, Sasha's like this close to crying about it because it's so close. She's so like this is like her jam, like this is the stuff that she wrestles for. Mm -hmm. um, it's a big deal. Did you know women weren't allowed to wrestle in many states in America back in the day? Yeah, there were a bunch of laws. First, wrestling <laughs> happened, and everyone loved it. And wrestling got really big, and women wrestlers were there from the beginning. Yeah, and then you know, people got to be bossy, and they were like, okay, no, no women's wrestling. Yeah. And so it became something that wasn't allowed to happen in a lot of states. Basically, anytime you're like, why aren't there any women doing X? 
uh, know that they're there for the beginning, and then some dude got in a snit. It was like, they can't do this anymore. Computers, <laughs> video games, like literally, she's yeah. telling y'all some truth right yeah. now. Literally, comics. We're always there, and then we get kicked the fuck out. And then we're gonna be like, oh. And then we gotta fight our way back. Yep. <laughs> we're still here. Ain't we're still here. Suck a dick. Suck a lady dick. S-O-D. Uh, yeah, thank you for bringing that up, because that was really awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't talk about um, Kenny Omega and Jericho that much. Did no. you have anything else, any other thoughts to share about that? I think it's pretty interesting, uh, especially because it's like Jericho, because it's like, that's like that's not like... He's been dad with a scarf for a while for us. Yeah. So, yeah, so now he's like coming out with like, well, he still has a hairband, because... Does that? Um, but he's coming out and just like open up dudes' faces and like 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 proper like almost like like two thousand and two heel Jericho like moves, and it's just it's really it's really interesting. He has not wrestled outside of the WWE since nineteen ninety nine. Oh wow, we was babies, little babies the last time we did it. Boobies. Do you have any thoughts about about this? No, I'm excited for Jericho. Yeah, it should be really interesting. Um, and it, like, as we were talking about before about people not want, like, like taking something that is going to hurt or whatever, mm-hmm. like Jericho's, like the reason why Jericho's like 50 and still wrestling is mm-hmm. he's really, really good mm-hmm. at like taking something either safely or knowing when to flinch from it or what, when to move from it mm-hmm. so it doesn't hit him as hard, but you can't tell. Yeah. Every once in a while, like there'll be a thing where a kick comes at him and he's like, nope. And like you just, it's such, it's so like incrementally different, but he still like he still takes it. Mm-hmm. Who were we watching the other day? He was just like, no, I can't remember. Uh, was it Randy? Remember. Yes, it was Randy. Randy does that a lot, where he's like, I'm not taking this. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. no. Yeah, yeah. Randy <laughs> likes just straight up. He's like, no. <laughs> like, like, like a full, like it's like like a full couple of inches, and you're like, come on, Randy. You can wait it just a second. Uh, or when someone it. throws a kick at somebody and they're just uh, going up, out of the way. Nope. It's safe. Protect yourself. That's what they tell us as wrestlers. Protect your body and, and you know, stuff like that. Um, you always want to make stuff look realistic, but yeah. when you when you can. And it, yeah, and I do feel like there's occasionally wrestlers who kind of don't. Like, I, I bet wrestling Oscar hurts. Yes. It looks like it hurts. It, like, it, looks, it, just, it, it just it looks like it hurts. <laughs> And, you know, taking a knee from Shinsuke just probably really hurts. I saw Kenny Omega do his knee enough that I'm not afraid of taking his knee, actually. Okay. <laughs> I see what he's doing with it, and I'm like, I would take that knee. Yeah. I don't know about all the other knees. Nope. Japanese wrestlers seem to not give a fuck. No, they don't. Um, they really don't. My friend, They're like, yeah, hit me. Hit me. Get my up friend has recently wrestled somebody who had come back from Japan, and that person just went willy-nilly kicking him. And he's like, I he's think like, my eardrums ruptured. Also, most of those were on my jaw. <laughs> like, just, oh, he has a big yeah. old bruise down the side of his face, like his neck. It's like, yep. Yeah. In Japan, they are just all yeah, another no, level. Yeah, they're just, they're, yeah. Doing their thing. No, sir. I, no, thank you. <laughs> no. Don't be a day. No. Also, I, I think that Naya, I don't think as careful as she wants to be. I don't think she's careful at all. I don't think she's that careful, but also as careful as she wants to be, I just think things are going to hurt with her because of just sheer mess. She's very big. I, that's my, I've mentioned before, my big problem with Naya is she's not very careful. She, yeah. She's not very safe with people's bodies. Like, versus Alexa, who's very strong, but also tiny. Teeny. So, like, she, she's 
I could make. She's my size, maybe smaller. Small, small. All right, ladies, thank you okay. so much for talking with me Yay. about the new year. Uh, Victoria, tell people if you have anywhere they could follow you or any information you want to share with them. Feel free, now is the time. You look up Victory A. Van Tran and you'll find me. <laughs> and Tamara. Uh, you know, at the Misfits Tomorrow. Added, added on the Instagrams and added on my Twitters. <laughs> I'm at Sarah the Rebel everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, your mom's house, wherever you look for me there, I am Sarah the Rebel. Uh, I am also going to tell you that you should follow us on Twitter, Women Wrestling F. We couldn't fit the whole name in there, so Women Wrestling F. We have an Instagram, but we don't have the password. If anyone knows how to hack Instagram, hit your girl up. And we will see you on the next episode in 2018. Bye.